Today, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then his mother and his brothers came to him, but were unable to join him because of the crowd. He was told, Your mother and your brothers are standing outside, and they wish to see you. He said to them in reply, My mother and my brothers are those who hear the word of God and act on it. The Gospel of the Lord. It is not amusing to hear the expression, many of the first will be last, and many of the last will be first, especially when we are being bombarded with the notion that being first is the best, being number one is what we should be striving for. This is why it is good to continue delving into these words of Jesus from this past Sunday's Gospel during the days ahead. To begin with, there is a very important detail. Jesus uses the word many twice. He does not say all of them. This may help us understand the profound meaning of the phrase so that we do not remain on the surface, on the periphery, erroneously believing that Jesus favors injustice, or that it is quite the same for those who make an effort as for those who do not, or that in the end it is the same to struggle day by day to serve him as to waste our lives away and just repent at the end. That outlook is a sign of our poor perspective. But that is precisely the train of thought the Lord wants to get us out of. He wants to help us not to look with our eyes, not to think as we think, not to equate human justice with divine justice, not to compare the judgment at the end of our life with the virtue of the justice that we must live by day by day. One thing is the pay we receive for a job, the compensation we deserve when we give our time to a third party, and another thing is the pay that God the Father has prepared for us at the end of our life for having loved and served Him. They cannot be compared. They are incomparable concepts and totally different. Love is not a prize. Love is a gift. Love cannot be bought. It is received as a grace. Love is not sold for something else. Love is given for the simple act of loving of knowing that loving gives true happiness. We will continue to ask Jesus these days to help us better understand all this. You may already have heard about the scene in today's glimpses of the gospel in the past. It is a short, simple scene that describes a very concrete moment, but full of meaning. Mary goes in search of Jesus with her relatives. She does not say why, and we do not know if she was ultimately received. What we do know is that with his words, Jesus not only receives Mary in his heart, as he always did, but also magnifies the moment much more than can be imagined. So, today I propose something different. Let us place ourselves for a moment in Mary's heart. Has Mary heard these words from her son? Has she heard that her own son, the Son of God, was placing more mothers in his heart? If she had heard it, what would she have felt? What would she have thought? It is good to be able to make the effort to place oneself in Mary's heart, even though we can never fully achieve it, because she is the humblest and the purest, the most impoverished, 
but also the most beloved. With her attitudes and silence, she points out to us the true Christian way, that of listening and practicing what we have heard, even if sometimes what we hear might make our soul ache. It is not easy to practice living the lessons we hear. It is not easy to live all that Jesus proposes to us. If she had heard these words, what would she have felt? Pain? Sadness? Joy? If she did not hear them at that moment because of the crowd, she surely heard them at another time, or they were transmitted to her. Surely she heard her son with love a thousand times. Of this we cannot doubt. She is the only one who always practiced what she heard. And I'm sure that it was always clear to her that her son was not only hers, but would be for everyone. This scene today is a picture, so to speak, of what Mary always knew and was willing to do, always. Sharing what is hers with everyone. In reality, she never appropriated what was not hers, what was given to her. That is one of Mary's secrets, to have had everything, to have had Jesus in her womb and in her heart, but at the same time not keep him only for herself. That is why we cannot imagine Mary saddened by what she heard, or that she was jealous of Jesus, her son, who knew that he is the brother of all those who want to listen and live as their father wants. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of God our merciful Father, Son, and Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.